Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's holy word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is Monday, May 16th. We kick off with another prayer from Lifting Up Our Hearts. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that as we are at this day tossed here and there by so many troubles, and almost all things in the world are in confusion, so that wherever we turn our eyes, nothing but thick darkness meets us. Grant that we may learn to surmount all obstacles and to raise our eyes by faith above the world, so that we may acknowledge that governed by your wonderful counsel is everything that seems to us to happen by chance, in order that we may seek you and know that help will be ready for us through your mercy whenever we humbly seek the pardon of our sins. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. All right. We are finishing up chapter 1 of Galatians today. We will do that by looking at verses 11 through verse 24. Hear the word of the Lord. For I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that was preached by me is not man's gospel. For I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former life in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God violently and tried to destroy it. And I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my own age among my people. So extremely zealous was I for the traditions of my fathers. But when he who had set me apart before I was born and who called me by his grace was pleased to reveal his son to me in order that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately consult with anyone, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me. But I went away into Arabia and returned again to Damascus. Then, after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to visit Cephas and remained with him fifteen days. But I saw none of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. In what I am writing to you before God, I do not lie. Then I went into the regions of Syria and Cilicia, and I was still unknown in person to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They only were hearing it said, He who used to persecute us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy. And they glorified God. Because of me. So, in this passage for today, we see the story of Paul, and we get a good understanding of how his conversion went down. Well, we not really a good conver- uh, understanding of how his conversion went down so much as what happened afterwards. Now, we know some of this from our time in the book of Acts, but we see here that Paul is telling this story for a very particular reason. He wants them to know that the gospel that he's preaching is not from people. Right? He doesn't want them to think that he came up with this or that somebody else told them. He wants them to know that this gospel that he is proclaiming is from God himself. Now, remember last time, last Friday, when we started in Galatians, that Paul was concerned about the true teaching of the gospel. There were people, there were these Judaizers in Galatia who were teaching to mix works with faith instead of salvation being through faith alone in Christ alone. So Paul is concerned about this to the point where he says, hey, if even I come to you and tell you something different, may I be accursed. May anybody who preaches a different gospel be accursed. And so Paul is now letting them know that this just isn't his idea. And he says this in verse 12 when he says, for I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, to prove this, and 
First, he goes back to his past, his life in Judaism, the way he persecuted the church. Remember when we were in the book of Acts together, that he was breathing murder against the early church. We're reminded of his conversion and that he would have been zealous about the things of Judaism. But now here, is, here he is proclaiming this gospel, but nobody taught the gospel to him. He, he wasn't around anybody who taught him this. It was revealed to him by Jesus. And so he kind of tells uh, his story uh, that, hey, this was God's plan for me before I was born, that he would call me by his grace, that he was pleased to reveal his son to me. Now, we see something important here in how salvation works, right? This wasn't Paul seeking out God. In fact, he was breathing murder on the other church. He was persecuting the church. Uh, he instead, uh, instead of desiring to find out the gospel, he was persecuting it. But God took hold of him. God came to him. It wasn't by the work of Paul that he was saved, but by the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of Paul because of what Christ had done for Paul. And this was ordained by God uh, before anything. Uh, this was because God pleased to reveal Jesus to Paul. And then we see that he decides to start proclaiming this gospel, and he doesn't consult with anybody. He just goes and does what God has called him to do. And we see that he didn't go to Jerusalem to get his training on, right? Uh, he didn't talk to any of the apostles. Instead, he went away. He went to Damascus. And then it wasn't until three years later that he met up with Peter. And then it was just for 15 days. There wasn't um, some conspiring here to go on uh, that was going on. Instead, God revealed the gospel to him just as he was revealed as he revealed the Son to him. Just as he gave him faith, he gave him this knowledge of this gospel. In fact, we see something awesome here. Uh, you just gotta love this passage. It's it's great. Verse 20, verses 23 and 24. Uh, people didn't even know who Paul was. They just heard that he was proclaiming the gospel. And so what does Paul say? He who used to persecute us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy. Imagine that. I mean, have you ever heard a story of somebody who's come to faith, who was resistant to the faith? And what joy there is in that, right? And that is what we see here. And they glorified God because they didn't doubt it. They were just glad that Paul was proclaiming the gospel. They were glad that Paul had been given the gift of faith. They were glad that he was out proclaiming the gospel. They glorified God because of what had happened in the life of Paul. And so what can we take away from this passage? He's basically setting himself up here. But there's a good reminder for us here of two things. First, that God is the one who does the work in salvation. He is the one who reveals himself to us. And so this causes us to be humble because it isn't because of our doing that we come to faith. It's because God has revealed himself to us just as he revealed himself to Paul. Now, it, it looks different. We're not knocked down and made blind, uh, but we have this gift of faith that has been given to us. And we were just as stubborn hearted as Paul, but God broke that down through the work of the Holy Spirit and the power of the word in our lives. That's important to remember. And so, because that is true, we want to be the type of people who are proclaiming the gospel, just as Paul was. We want to be glorifying God because of his work, because anytime anyone comes to faith, it is because God has done the work. 
And so as we hear stories, as we meet other people who are believers in the Lord Jesus, may we glorify God because of the work he has done in the lives of his people. Let's close with prayer. Merciful God, we thank you for revealing the truth of the gospel to your servants. It has come down to us through the ages, through your word, and by the proclamation of your faithful people. Grant that we would be faithful to stand firmly on your word and share it with those we come into contact with in our lives. We thank you for this great gift of the gospel, and we pray that we would never take it for granted. Today, we once again pray for those in our congregation and community whose vocation is in agriculture. We pray for a safe week for planting and weather that is favorable to get seed into the ground. We pray for blessings upon all those who serve you in agriculture every day, but especially in this busy spring season. And we thank you for the hope that you've given us in Christ. And we pray that we would be hopeful people today, living in light of your gospel and sharing the good news of Jesus in a lost and dying world. We pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, that gets us through chapter 1 of Galatians. We'll kick off chapter 2 on Wednesday. We will see you then. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available each week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel. 